Welcome to episode 36. Today I have Virginia women's soccer player Kayla White on the podcast. Thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to be with me today. Kayla, where did your passion from soccer come from? At what age did you start taking soccer seriously and thinking that you can take it to the next level and maybe one day play at a Division One institution where you're currently at? I would definitely say my passion for soccer came from, like, I guess a variety of places. Um, I I guess I would put out there my enjoyment of competition and my, I guess, drive to excel and improve. I think it started around, like, nine, and my parents had put me in, like, all sorts of other sports, swimming, basketball, but soccer really was the one that stuck. Something about the the strategy and the skill involved I just loved and just gravitated towards. That's awesome. What stands out to you the most about the soccer program? Is it the culture, the connection with your teammates, the fans? What makes Virginia women's soccer different from other elite programs? really stands out is our team culture and our connection. I don't really think a lot of institutions can say they have a culture like ours. Uh, We really do take pride in regards to, like, focusing on areas like trust, accountability, diversity, inclusivity, and just overall just support of one another. Yeah, I would really note that we have a sisterhood here and we do value each other. That's nice. That's awesome to hear. Every athlete goes through tough times throughout their career. I went through tough times throughout my career. Everybody goes through it. You're not going to go, you know, not everything's going to be positive all the time and not everything's going to go your way throughout your entire career. You're going to face adversity at some point. Walk us through the toughest moment that occurred during your career so far and how were you able to shake back from it and stay laser focused? I came into college with a torn ACL, so I would say that's a big one. I did come in also with like a couple of complications with it as well, so it kept me off the field a little bit longer than I had planned. Uh, so on top of that, like with the transition coming into college, meeting new people, uh, with joining a completely new team was pretty hard. But trying to find my place on the team and to also prove myself um, was definitely, I would say, very challenging. I think team functions were big things that brought us together. Mm-hmm. We had cookouts and we had like s'more nights and we would all hang out. So I really got to engage with the team and to strengthen my bond with them. Right. Um, I would also say another part that was really challenging was coming back from my ACL here, uh, just coming, I guess once I, co- I completed my rehab, uh-huh. I mean, that, I had to compete against, I would say, if not the best, like top three goalkeeper um, in the country. So wow. I had to really work hard to compete against her. And I knew that, you know, coming in, it was going to be a challenge to get, you know, get um, playing time and stuff like that. So I really had to kind of put aside like what I thought was like short term goals and really focus on long term. Uh, So my development really became um, really important in this uh, period of time. Absolutely. So I kind of turned towards more of the mental side of the game and focused on that. And I just kept my head down and really just grinded and now I'm starter goalkeeper as a fourth year. Took me a minute. I feel like that's the toughest position in soccer. How long did it take for you to recover from your ACL? What was the process like? Because I know people could come back at eight months. Sometimes it take people a whole year. So what was the process like? And did you ever have any like self-doubt or 
anything that occurred in your mind that messed with you throughout the process of you recovering? Right when I did get injured, I turned more towards like hanging out with my friends, socializing, you know, and really, I guess, becoming more part of my community. So that was kind of like, I guess, a mindset change, like where soccer is not like everything. I got more like not person outside of my sport. So I would say not self-doubt, but definitely a shift in my mindset about who I am and what I'm all about. I'm not just, you know, a soccer player. I'm a person that plays soccer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, who I am outside of soccer, kind of finding myself. So I would say that as much as I hated being injured, I do think like I wouldn't take it back. I don't regret, you know, I I guess you can't really regret like being injured, but (laughs) you don't really have a choice. Um, I wouldn't take it back. I think it really has shaped me into the person I am today. I don't think I would, I don't think I honestly would have made it here at UVA having to ride the bench, not being injured for like, three years instead of, you know, being injured for one and then having to ride the bench for two. Right. I don't know if I would have been mentally. So, like, everything happens for a reason. So, I really also, yeah, so I just turned to the mental side of the game, like I said before. Do you guys play on artificial turf or do you play on real grass? Because I feel like that can affect, I think that's why a lot of athletes are getting a lot of torn ACLs on a football field or on a softball field or just on a soccer field. Because uh, I feel like, when you play on real grass, it you're you're more less vulnerable to get an ACL torn than if you play on like fake grass. So, do you guys play on real grass? Uh, do you know? So here at UVA, we play on Bermuda, which is grass. I mean, I guess depending on weather, we play on a turf just so we don't we protect the field. In high school, I played on turf. I've heard that you know there is some association with torn ACLs with playing on turf. Right. Just because I think the that like if you plant like the way turf doesn't give yeah. like the grass stuff like doing it consistently i think just breaks down your you know your knees and like stuff within your joints and stuff so. okay okay so you didn't play until so so you sat at the bench for two years and you didn't play till your junior year correct yeah so i started getting a little bit more playing time my junior year because they were trying to get me ready for my senior year because i'd be started goalkeeper then Okay, I went through the same thing when I was in college. I didn't really play till my junior year, and then when when you were sitting, when I was sitting the bench my freshman and sophomore year, it just added extra fire to me, and I just felt like I had something to prove to not only to my coaching staff, to myself most importantly. Do you feel the same way when you were sitting the bench and and just not waiting your turn, but waiting for the right opportunity to to showcase your talent and showcase that you do belong there? I think I I turned it away from me and like my performance kind of like I didn't want my coaches to be like oh you're doing well like you know I wasn't really looking for anything in return Mm -hmm. I think I was just doing it for me like I had an expectation that I needed to uh, uphold and like I need to grind every day I need to work on these areas because like I wanted to excel so I really kind of like turned inward and like every day like, yeah, it's team sport. At the end of the day, I want my team to win and, like, be our sisters. But at the end of the day, like, you're working for you. Yeah, fact. Don't, don't be afraid to say, yeah, that's facts, man. I feel the same way. So I definitely would say that I really turned inward. And I really, I mean, and also, like, you focusing on yourself is going to benefit the team at, in the end. You just, it, you know, you go about it differently. And I, like... I talk to girls now, like, the ones that are in, and they're like, well, how, you know, I'm struggling. Like, can you give me some advice, uh, like, how you did it, how you went through it? And I'm like, 
you just got to find something that is going to keep you going. You know, I don't know what that is. It's different for everyone. But once you do find it, keep it, stick, you know, and you'll get through it. What was that for you? I would say, uh, yeah, like my, it's self-growth. So okay. I learned and, and it was just about, you know, me bringing my best to practice every single day. Like it was more so about me. I know it kind of sounds bad. No, it does. It doesn't at all. It, it, it really doesn't. Because when you play in a competitive sport, especially at, at a Division One Power Five, like, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to be a team player, but you also got to focus on yourself at the same time and focus on your development. You know, you got to be a little selfish. You know, that's anything in life. You know, to get where you want to be, you can't carry everybody with you. You know what I'm saying? You can't be concerned about anybody else. You got to be concerned about your growth and your development as a person and as an athlete. But switching topics a little bit, what have you learned about yourself the most during your time at Virginia? I ask every every athlete that came on my platform this question, and I tell them the same thing every time. Before you come into college, you're not going to be the same player as, you know, when you leave college. Like, for me, what I learned about myself the most was I can take it further than what I expected with my development, with my time management skills, with my communication skills, with my work ethic. I can. I thought I had a limit and a peak, but once I graduated college, I learned that there's no peak to where I can take it. Just, just as human beings, there's no peak to where we can take it. And you just got to continue to continue to move forward, move forward, and continue to break milestone after milestone. And that's what I learned about myself the most. So what about you? What have you learned about yourself the most? I think I've really learned that, I guess, like, how resilient I am and how strong I actually am. Um, if you were to ask me this, I think before college, I'd be like, you know, I was kind of more so going through the motions, and I don't know if I would, if I would see myself now, like, if I, like, I guess, you know, step by step, go through everything I've been through, I don't know if I would be like, oh, yeah, I want to do that. I probably would have gone a different path. Um, so I would definitely say it has taught me to push past adversity. Yeah, I just, I think, I didn't realize how strong I was, basically, I went through all of it. Okay, nice, Kevin. That's, that's great to hear. Player and coach relationship is vital. We all know that. No matter if the athlete is getting playing time or not, coaches should be able to connect with their players on a personal level and understand them as well. Are you able to connect with your coaches? And do you feel comfortable talking about shit that you're going through with your coaches as well? Yeah, I would say for the most part, I feel like I do have a good connection and can talk to and open up to my coaches. They do genuinely care about us, like, as people outside of soccer. So, um, and we were, as I said before, like, we're really big on character on our team. So, our coaches are the main ones who uphold that standard. And it starts with them. So, they really do, you know, try and push to find out what's going on in our lives to make sure everything's going well um, and make it a priority. Uh, while I, like, I wouldn't say, every, you know, tell them everything, I'm not going to say that. Oh, no, 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 right, 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 right. I, I do feel comfortable talking to my coaches about a lot of issues or anything that's really going on. Do you guys have resources that you can go to if you're struggling mentally with, like, depression or anxiety? And have you ever, you know, went through those things and, and, and reached out to those resources? And did it benefit you from it and helped you? We have sports psych here. I have reached out in the past and I've had sessions with sports psych. Uh, I think it was more so in, during the COVID time. 
I kind of went through, I was going through a little bit of something and I needed yeah. a little bit push or just someone to talk to. And that really did help me, I guess, you know, get back up and just keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people that have struggled with mental health here that I'm friends with. A lot of athletes do. And yeah, yeah sports psych has definitely been a huge help, um, especially with everything that's happened here in the past I guess past semester, I don't know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I bet it touched every program, didn't it? Yeah, it definitely did. So when that news broke out about the football players, rest in heaven, all the players that passed away, what was going through your mind when you heard about that? And what was the energy like on campus? Because I know it was like, I know it was drowsy and like, you know, people were like affected in, in, you know, in different ways. But what was your thought process when that happened? I was really emotional at the time. I was just kind of, it was, it didn't really, sh- like, struck me until, like, it struck me until, I guess, a couple weeks later that it really happened, that they're really gone. Like, it felt so, un- like, unreal. Yeah. Um, and campus was just, like... I bet. It was just, yeah, it was very, very sad. Like, I mean, it was definitely a rough time for us. Right. But I do think that, like I said, the community here is quite remarkable so we definitely all came together um i mean we're still processing it right day. right but when you all yeah go ahead my bad no no you're good I, that was yeah when you all come together i think when you bring everybody together that's that's awesome to have and then you can have each other to lean on because it's just really unfortunate man you can't really describe someone's emotion you just have a lot of a lot of questions and um, it's just really unfortunate. Like I said, rest in peace to uh, all the players that passed away. But switching topics a little bit, what legacy do you want to leave behind at Virginia? Yeah, I feel like that's pretty simple. I want to leave a legacy of excellence. So I guess athletic success, I'm talking about, I want to win a national championship. That's my goal. Okay, there Um, you go. Talk to me. Yeah. I'd say I actually got voted captain, so I'm one of the captains now. So I'm putting leadership out there. Yeah. Um, uh, in terms of on and off the field and really inspiring and I think also like empowering others on my team. Uh, we also talk about, let's, I'm going to talk about probably like mentor- mentorship and like my character. Um, those are big ones as well. I want to be remembered for mainly helping and like inspiring future athletes here and also for my like positive characteristics. Um, I guess, like, I'm talking about, like, humility and, like, teamwork and... Sure. Okay, nice, nice. Excellence, perseverance. Okay, nice. So if you ran into your younger self today, Kayla, would your younger self be pleased on where you at right now in your life? Mentally, emotionally? Like, would your younger self be... If your younger self could look at you right now, would your younger self be pleased on where you're at in your life right now? Yeah, I would definitely say yes. I think my main goal was to play soccer at the highest level, to start at, you know, a top university for soccer. And that is currently happening. So <laughs> I would say that part, is, I, my younger self would be very proud about, um, happy about. But, I mean, there's still more to come. So yeah. after next year, like, what's going to happen with that? Because I hope to go professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think... Overall, my younger self would be very proud of who I'd like to become. Okay, so are you guys 
in the off season right now training for next year or what's the what's the process like with that because i know you guys are in the spring semester in the swing of things and then uh you guys go home for summer and then you come back early what what is it like with, with soccer i know it varies with like winter sports and fall sports and stuff so we have auto season in spring so we'll train for like eight hours a week and then we'll move up our hours um once we get into the swing of things in the spring uh, so it's, I think, more so focusing around lifting and development. Um, and then we have break, which is summer. Mm-hmm. And then we have preseason pretty early. And then preseason, I mean, you hit the floor running. So right, right. It's pretty hard. <laughs> okay. And then uh, very quickly after preseason, our games start in the fall. So okay. which I think it's like August. That's like our first game. Okay, nice, nice. Well, good luck with off-season training. Good luck finishing the, the rest of the semester. The book's hard, Kayla. And um, I just want to say, if you're ever going through something and you need somebody to reach out to, you can always reach out to me. I'm always here for you. And thank you again for, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come on my platform and share your experiences and your opinions and your thoughts. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you.